You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Recorded in Chicago, Illinois with your hosts, Ken, Matt, Neil, and Jeff, this is Triviality. Hello and welcome to Triviality, the game where lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. Uh, I'm Jeff. I'm going to be not your host today, but we'll get to that in a minute. And uh, I'm joined by a couple of my usual cohorts, Ken and Neil. How are you? What's up? Hello. I feel weird. That was one take, and now I don't know what to do with the show. So. And also, you can put your hands down now. Because <laughs> I see you're just holding them up in front of you. Yeah, well, you know, what are you supposed to do with your hands? Non-visual. Well, he just put uh, hand sanitizer on, and he's just letting them air out. Yeah, but he's got cuts all over his hands, and it's just burning. <laughs> I, well, it's the burning that keeps... That's the only way he can feel pleasure. Right. It's just the burn. Yeah. So this went off the rails quickly, so I'm going to take control again. Where's Matt, Neil? <laughs> Where is Matt? Well, speaking of uh, hand sanitizer, Matt uh, went down to Florida and uh, is researching ways of taking orange juice that is poured over the voiceover from Donald Sutherland and turning that into a hand sanitizer. Wow. So very specific. That's very specific. That's a real niche market. I thought he was making uh, orange juice flavored uh, toothpaste. I mean, he, he might... Or is it toothpaste flavored orange juice? <laughs> he very well worse. might be doing all of that. <laughs> Matt loves his orange juice, as we know, especially with a cocktail in it. But mm. yeah, we'll see, what, we'll see what happens. Maybe he'll come back with a hand sanitizer. Maybe it'll be a toothpaste with... Uh, um, Cal- what, what's the orange company I'm thinking of? Tropicana. Tropicana. Yeah, I was going to say California, but that's not anything. So <laughs> That's the orange juice from California. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jeff, who do we got today? Well, I was going to say I'm not looking forward to celebrating Matt's uh, breakthrough with toothpaste-flavored orange juice, but uh, someone else who is joining us today has a little celebration of their own, and I'll hand it over to uh, our wonderful birthday guest, uh, Max Miners, coming to us from Louisville, Kentucky. How are you doing, Max? Hi, guys. It's so good to be back. It feels like it's been forever. I know. It it probably because it has been. (laughs) It's been a while. (laughs) Last time I was here was uh, Nintendo laid on me, right? Yeah. That's right. Oh yeah, I love that That's episode. Great. We'll have to bring oh, back. So much fun. Tough though. It was. Tough. T- it was fun though. I realize I don't know enough about video games. Well, speaking of that, actually, Ryan and, and my brother David, they said if there was another one on Xbox, they would love to go head to head again. So Max, you know, Ooh. think about mm. that if you want. Okay. 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 Noted. Uh, but no, we love having you uh, on the show and, and hanging out with you. I've uh, been uh, with us for a long time since we began. But uh, what if, what's been up in uh, your world? Man, um, well, I'm actually doing a new podcast. Uh, it is related to Dead by Daylight, which has become my absolute favorite thing in the last 
couple years of quarantine. I've got like 2000 hours in that game now. I'm obsessed with it. And I just started a podcast about Dead by Daylight with two of my close friends who I play it with. Nice. And it's called Gen Repair. And we're you can find us pretty much everywhere. So uh, our website is genrepair.xyz. Now that is so the- if you like Dead by Daylight, listen to our show. It's, you know, informative. Cool. Now that is a game where you're either a survivor or the killer running around a place and you have to escape or kill. You got it. Yeah, you got it. I played it briefly. It was fun. Are we, were you the killer or were you the, being chased? Uh, a little bit of both. Oh, okay. So if you say briefly, were you plus or minus 2,000 hours? Oh, minus. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was probably plus, I was probably plus two, two to three hours. Oh, okay. Is so there anything very that, in life that you've put 2,000 hours into that you can think of? Uh, this podcast. That's true. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Um, I've put that into Elder Scrolls games. All right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I've I've probably Jeff put, understands. I've probably put two thousand hours into watching uh, what many people might not call good movies, but I love, which is just a segue here to talk about uh, Max. Uh, you and me are going to be on a team together, and we were talking about uh, our shared love of the movie Chopping Mall, which I'll let you tell the folks at home what it is. But that's where our team name is going to come from. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, the the Chopping Mall has a very easy elevator pitch. Uh, Six kids who work in a shopping mall decide to stay after hours and have an orgy one day, and unbeknownst to them, the new robotic security guards that have just been installed are struck by lightning and become evil and begin hunting them. As a producer... If you're not already Googling to watch this movie, I don't know what to tell you. As a producer, (laughs) I will give you $75,000 to make this movie, and I'll pay more. Uh, (laughs) I think that's more than what they had, probably. (laughs) And then that brought Neil up. uh, He brought up another crap movie called street trash love street trash the, uh, now this one is is uh hard to stomach right so it, don't don't just go and watch this willy-nilly yeah you gotta if you be get, ready for some right? yeah if you get grossed out uh yeah probably don't watch this one but he said that there was a uh special beverage in this movie called tenafly viper so that's gonna be mine and jeff's team name that so we got correct. the teams but you can't have a game without a host that's right so I'm going to hand it over to our host for today. Uh, this week, it's going to be rules guy impersonator Tristan Billings from Fayetteville, Arkansas. Tristan, hey how you doing? Or as I call it, I'm Fayetteville Act. Yeah. Re- nice to meet really you. Excited. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, so yeah, I'm from Fayetteville, Arkansas. Um, I own my own electrical company here. Uh, I just started that this year. Um, I have a son and a fiance and... I don't do much in my free time other than work, but um, or hang out with the family. I was really excited to write this game. I've been listening to you guys for a long time since uh, 2018, maybe 20. Wow! Yeah, so almost at the beginning. Yeah. So yeah, you guys, uh, you guys don't know this, but uh, this is going to be released. Um, we're a little ahead of schedule, but this is going to be released right after uh, our fifth year anniversary and oddly so. enough uh uh tristan's electrical company is also called gen repair well we, we have the host now so last thing we need is the rules all right well uh i guess in honor of uh, our five-year anniversary uh max's birthday uh and tristan's uh, new company why don't we just go classic and uh, have darren uh 
you know, give us the sweet sounds of his voice. The rules of the game are simple. 20 questions split into two rounds worth 10 points apiece. At halftime, there'll be a special swing round designed by this week's host. After regulation, players will enter the final round with the points that they've accumulated and will have a chance to wager zero to 30 points on five categorized questions. At the end of the game, someone will be named the cream of the crop. I am the cream. Yeah. All right. That sounded good from Darren. So let's kick off the game with question one from Tristan. Okay. So I just want to let you know off the bat, there is a secret theme for bonus points at the end. Um, Shouldn't be too terribly difficult. uh, And it's only in the titles of the questions. Question number one. What should I scream for? This is my theme park. In what U.S. state can you find the tallest roller coaster in the world? Max and I just discussed this, and we think we know exactly where it's at. I, I know I've been there, I believe, but uh, we're going to lock in. Okay. Wasn't Isn't it like the Beast or Son of Beast? Or at Cedar Point. At Cedar Point. I've never been to Cedar Point. Yeah, we didn't, didn't we go on a band trip or something? Oh, no. No, you're right. It was eighth grade, not high school. Is it is it that one though? It might be, yeah. All right. I was thinking so that's that Cedar either. Point, Ohio, right? Yeah, in Sandusky, Ohio. Okay, let's yeah. go with that, Ohio. Max and I um, conferred a little bit, and we also agree that it is at uh, Cedar Point, Sandusky, Ohio. Where we think it might be the top thrill, uh, top thrill dragster, but well, we definitely said Cedar Point. I know at one time there was a roller coaster called the I think it was called the King Dakar that was the top the highest one in the world, but I think that the top thrill dragster is taller, and that is at Cedar Point. Well, I guess I'll have to do some looking up because when I was looking up this question, I got the King Dakar as the tallest roller coaster in the world. So that would be in New Jersey, if okay. that is the correct answer. But I can, I had no, that. I'm, I'm sure sides, you're correct, so I and can... I misremembered. Uh, based on a little research here, Top Thrill Dragster is second place at a uh, 18 feet uh, shorter. So mm-hmm. close, but it is King Dakar. All righty. So on to question number two. Um, I should probably see a shrink, but I'm afraid it'll make me little. Here we have a before and after. A 1989 Rick Moranis movie where where children have unfiltered interviews on camera. Yep, uh, we're locked in. And I think you guys said you had it too? I believe we have it too. I agree with Max. All right, so we're going to say, Honey, I shrunk the kids. Say the darndest things. And uh, we're going to say the same thing. That's it. All right. Yeah, dude, that was uh, just how it's supposed to be done, Tristan. Worked out great. All right. On to question number three. Nigeria has a flag with a not-so-common color scheme of just green and white. In fact, there are only two other countries that share the same color scheme. Can you name either of the countries? A bonus two points for both countries. Jeff, you and Ken are locked in? We are. All right, so we're looking for flags, Max, with green and white, and you were saying uh, Libya's... Was all green. I think at one point Libya's was all green. I don't think there was any white in it. Um, um, I do know. Isn't there one that is? I want to say it's either. I think it's like white on top or green on top, but it's horizontal with the line in the middle and then the white on the bottom with maybe like a um, some sort of icon in the middle. I don't know if it's like Iraq or uh, Qatar or. Um, we we must be having some kind of overlap too because I was also thinking Iran for some reason but I can't quite picture what Iran's flag looks like but I I was picturing it being a heavily green and white flag but it, um just to clarify the flag is only green and white right that is correct the okay. only two colors are green and white I mean I know 
I know at one time Libya's flag was solid green, so we we could maybe just hedge our bet on that they added something that was white to it. <laughs> okay. Do you want do you want to say Libya and then for sure. for no reason I, I don't know why I'm thinking of Qatar, but you just want to say that as well? Sure. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Um, Libya was at one point all green. I think it's got some black and red in it now too. Um, the only one I'm thinking. Um, is Saudi Arabia. I believe it's got uh, white writing on a green background. Um, and I couldn't come up with another one for the bonus, but that's what we locked in with. All right. So, yes, Saudi Arabia is one. And the other that I had was Pakistan. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So we got regular points. We got regular points. Regular. Which I will take. Regular big boy points. Oh, yeah. Pakistan's got the uh, white on the left-hand side with the white crescent and star. On the field of that, green. I think that's what I was thinking of was the, that icon was the crescent and star, yeah. Question four. Okay. Call me Pac-Man. Your ghost is blue. Pac-Man has been enjoyed for over 40 years, and almost everyone has played it at least once, whether they enjoy video games or not. But what very, very few people have done is get to the highest score possible that the game can reach. Within 100,000, I want you to give me the score. The top score for Pac-Man. Now, this is a max question if I ever heard one. <laughs> whether whether Max knows it or not is another story. <laughs> All right. Me and Jeff have picked a random large number, and we're locked in. So, Max, uh, I have a, an idea of just helping us get there, but you might already know this. I've only ever heard this done in terms of a kill screen, which happens when you get to level 256, because that's one number higher than an 8-bit computer can count. So it would be contingent on whatever your score would be, assuming you played perfectly for the first 255 mm. levels. So we're estimating about 8,000 points per board, times 255 equals what number, Ken? What did we say? 2,040,000? Or Neil. That's right. Yeah. Or Neil. It's good you went to Ken, though, because I'm usually terrible with math, yeah. but luckily I had a calculator. <laughs> uh, so yeah, 2,040,000. Okay. And sure. my head We're just exploded, and we said 100 million because we guessed. And we clearly don't know. Okay. I really liked his explanation and all that, um, but the answer is 3,333,360. And um, okay. so I was looking at this because I was just wondering what the highest score possible in that game was. And um, I got some really inf interesting information about basically the math that he was just doing. But I mean, there was so much more to it about the eating the ghosts, giving you points. And then, um, the cherries, the, the cherries, the, the fruit. Um, oh, damn it. We forgot. The you fruit. forgot the fruit. <laughs> we forgot the fruit, which is what I but said yes. last time I went grocery shopping. I also forgot. <laughs> That's what my doctor says. Every time I go in there, he's like, you're forgetting the fruit. You, and have, scurvy. you have scurvy. <laughs> you know what? And you don't help scurvy is some orange juice that Matt's getting us in Florida. That's right. Sorry. All, All right. right. Let's get a question. Five. Okay. Question five. We are not the same. I am a Martian. In terms of size, what is Mars ranked out of the eight planets? A bonus two points if you can get the list one through eight correct. One being the largest by radius. Max, I know we discussed a little bit, but you're going to explain it better than I would. What's our order? Um, we went with we figured that the outer four planets were definitely larger than the inner four planets. We couldn't really remember if Saturn was larger than the um the two outer uh, icy slash gas giants. I can't ever remember what you actually call them, but the order that we have from largest to smallest is Jupiter, Uranus, Neptune, Saturn, Earth, Mars, Venus, Mercury. So we have Mars as the third smallest. Okay. 
Yeah, um, we have Mars as second smallest, and uh, you're definitely right about the um, the gas giants. They're like an order of magnitude larger. Like Earth is like twelve or thirteen thousand kilometers, and Jupiter's like a hundred and thirty or something like that. So, um, and then uh, in descending order, I guess from largest to smallest, we have Jupiter, Saturn. Uh, it's always a close call on these two because Uranus and Neptune, which is what we put next. They're almost the same size. Same thing with Earth and then Venus. Venus is like 95% the size of Earth. And then we said Mars, Mercury last. All right. Jeff nailed it. That's well done, it. Jeff. I feel Me good. Too. I feel good. I didn't. I'm on this team. I know. Ken, and you would have gotten you would have gotten some of this. It's sounded, we got all of it. Yeah, you sound, whatever you said, Max, sounded all good to me. So, um, <laughs> well, it uh, it looks like after five questions here, uh, Team Killbots, only with 10 points, but we're just waiting for that uh, strike of lightning to uh, awaken us uh, to take the lead. That's right. I have a feeling it's oh, coming. I love that. Well done. Yeah, thank you. And then uh, Tenafly Viper, uh, 30 points. So you're in the lead right now. Uh, do we get two bonus on that? 32 points in the lead. Don't rob us of points. That oh. two is going to matter, Neil. It always does. All right, let's get number six. All right, number six. Tell that pig and that cow I'll go ham if it's beef. <laughs> Speaking of beef, there are eight main cuts of beef known as the primal cuts. What I am looking for is if you can name four of them. All right, uh, looks like we're locked in. You're locked in? Been eating a lot of steaks lately. Little uh, manufactured uh, steaks. Um, Lab grown. Lab grown. So, uh, Neil, I combined our list that we kind of sent each other, and these are the words that we have. Flank, rump, fillet, skirt, shoulder, rib, loin, and brisket. Okay. Um, Which of of those four do you feel pretty good about? I feel decently about the ones I gave you, rib, loin, brisket, and flank, also the nicknames for Ken when we go play basketball. But um, <laughs> depending, I agree. Definitely, we both against. said flank. I definitely think we should say flank for yeah, sure. Yeah, flank for sure. Um, I believe uh, rib and loin, um, I'm pretty yep, confident. I like on. those. The brisket, I'm not sure about. I, I, I don't know enough about meat. It like is does if Does brisket refer to a location on the animal, or is that a style of cooking? I genuinely do not know. I well, I know it's a style of cooking when you go to barbecue restaurants, but I also think they do refer to it as a part of the body, maybe. But I just I was at a place that had a lot of meat recently on the menu. That's why I just pulled those four. But if you feel more confident about something other than brisket, I'm okay going with your gut on those. The only reason I might be more leaned toward rump, skirt, or shoulder is that those are like definite, obvious like parts of the cow. Yeah, yeah. Um, you you feel free pick one of those, and then we'll we'll lock that in as our fourth answer. Um, 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 let's say shoulder. So let's, so that would make our list flank, shoulder, rib, and loin. You good with that? I am very good with that. Okay. All right. And yeah. what did we say? We said rump, ribs, shoulder, and sirloin. Sirloin okay, is loin, it's right? It's, it's right. the Tell loin that's been knighted by the queen. <laughs> <laughs> so loin of pork. <laughs> Isn't that an old Bugs Bunny joke? <laughs> Maybe. So a quarter of Tim. <laughs> I'm going to go through all of them, and uh, then we're going to look at your guys' list again. Cool. So we got chuck, rib, loin, round, flank, short plate, brisket, and shank. I I think we got three of, out of the four. Uh, wait, wait. Close, did close we, get, we did. Wait, so shoulder was one and of them? And I'm the that? idiot who told you to take brisket off the list. No, so that's okay. I if if we miss question. any, then we, we get none. So right. Wait, were, was rump right? 
It, no. No. If we miss any, we, we get none. So. Oh, so we get none. We get none. As uh, Willy Wonka would say, good day, sir. Yeah, we get nothing. <laughs> nothing. Okay, moving on to question number seven. Number seven. So fly, I got arachnophobia. Phobias seem to be a pretty hot topic on this podcast. So I want you to complete the following analogy. Arachnophobia would be typical for a fly as blank phobia would be typical for a mouse. And I am going to allow two different answers here. And a hint for this question is, it is not a fear, or it is not a fear of a 1991 women's magazine founded by Linda Wells. Now it's worse. (laughs) (laughs) I I thought the same thing. All right, let's just lock in with that. I, we're locked in. Yeah, I think it's actually Neil and I are going to lock in as well. Yep, we're locked in. We each came at each other with a different answer. When you said, uh, Tristan, that there were two answers for this, Neil and I messaged each other and we each had what we think were the two answers, which we think was like, he's like, I think we're looking for fear of cats. And I said, I think he's looking for fear of snakes. And I said, okay, there is definitely a word for fear of cats. I have it in this jigsaw puzzle with weird words, but I can't remember what it is. And Neil said, I think it starts with an A. And I said, is it alerophobia? I think it's alerophobia. And I said, sure, let's do it. So that so we locked in with alerophobia, which is A-I-L-U-R-O-phobia, alerophobia. So the question stated... Uh... Flies would have a fear, uh, have arachnophobia, which is their predator, the spider. So mice, I guess their predator would be cats. Um, so we just said feline phobia because we don't know. Well, you both were on the right track. And uh, yes, you definitely got it. It was allurophobia. Um, Never heard of that. But And then the, the hint was the magazine, the 1991 allure. magazine was Allure magazine. Um, sorry. Oh, allure. okay. Now it makes sense. Yeah, sorry. Um, and then... Uh, the other one was the, I had to kind of write it out phonetically, was ophidiophobia. Okay. That was the fear of snakes. Mm. Okay. Oh, so both oh, would okay. have been acceptable. Uh, yes, uh, I, I was going to accept oph- either one, ophidia, it, no matter which train of thought. Ophidophobia? 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 Something like that, yeah. Okay. There's a, that's a good word magic card, snake charm, right. ophiomancer. Okay, How okay. many times do I have to... Stop hitting the table. How many times do I have to tell you <laughs> not to hit the table? We all we Big all trouble. got uh, allurophobia <laughs> though after the release of uh, of Cats the motion picture. So what we am I supposed to do with my hands? Absolutely, that word now means fear of James Corden. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was fear of anuses, <laughs> cat anuses. Well, but but I repeat myself. <laughs> <laughs> On to question number eight. Um, question number eight: Go together like a parachute and a geranimo. Geranimo's name has become a staple of jumping from high places. My question to you is, can you tell me what tribe he was the leader of? Sure. I spelled that way wrong. You but, did, but... Uh, I, let me try again. There you go. All right, we're locked in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Max, uh, initially, I'm kind. my head is kind of between uh, Apache and Navajo, leaning towards Apache, but um, I could be way off. I don't know if you had an inkling on this one. No, I don't have much of an idea on this. I, I thought that Geronimo lived somewhere in the upper Midwest, um, but I, I really should know my Native American tribe uh, regions better than I do. My, my um, gut is telling me same. Apache. Um, I feel like I okay. not I don't know if I was researching a question for it or something, but I, I just for some reason I'm leaning towards that way. But as long as you're comfortable with it. Sure. Okay. I'm comfortable. All right, and uh, similarly, we we're not great with uh, with the history here, but we said Sue. 
which I spelled wrong the first time and correctly the second time. All right. Points to Neil's gut. It's oh, Apache. Good job, Neil's gut. <laughs> right. glad, I, I'm glad I did the research, I guess. Let me give you a tummy rub. <laughs> On to question number nine. It's kind of lengthy, but um, here we go. Um, I love Benjamin Franklin more than his own mother. There are a lot of famous people throughout history, and I'm pretty sure almost all of them have mothers. But can you name any of them? I'm going to give you three famous names. I just want their mother's name for two points apiece. Plus a bonus four points if you can actually name Benjamin Franklin's mother. All right. So um, the first name is Carrie Fisher. Second name, Prince Harry. Third name, Mary Shelley. I think Max and I can lock in, so you guys can feel free to talk it out. Okay. So Carrie Fisher's mother is Debbie Reynolds, Yep. which I blanked on last time that came up. Princess Diana. Yep, of Wales. Yeah. And then um, Mary Shelley, I don't know. Mrs. Shelley? No, no. Um, famous writer in her own right of that age, mm. I want to say. She was she was famous, too. Um, and then uh, Benjamin Franklin's mother, Benifer Franklin. <laughs> uh, Martha. Martha Franklin? Geely Franklin? Geely. <laughs> Jeez. Martha Franklin? I don't know. That's Martha Washington. I know. Right. Just, well, old people names. Agatha Franklin? I, um, but who was... It was uh, Agatha Franklin. Sure. It, they're all terribly guess, terrible guesses. Um, not Mary Wollstonecraft. I don't remember. Let's say that. Let's just guess Mary. Mary We only Shelley. knew the first name. Also Mary Shelley. Mary Shelley the first. <laughs> and what did you guys have? Uh, Max, you can take it. So uh, we agreed with you on on Debbie Reynolds, and we agreed with you on Princess Diana of Wales. And funny enough, I think you just ding-donged yourself into the correct answer, because I'm pretty sure that Mary Shelley's middle name... God, I really hope I'm not making a butt out of myself for this, but I think her middle name is Mary Wollstonecraft Shelley, and I believe her mom was just Mary Wollstonecraft. So I think she also was Mary. Okay, and then Benifer, uh, is that what you had as well? (laughs) No, we went with Agatha. What did you have for Benjamin Franklin's mom? mom. Oh, well, yeah, we had, we didn't guess. On we that. went with uh, Angela Lansbury. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> She's that old. <laughs> well, you guys are right on the money on the regular questions. And um, for the bonus, you were really close with Agatha. It's Abaya Folger. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yo, that's Here. actually a cool name. Abaya? Yeah. Abaya. I love that. A-B-I-A-H. And right. just to confirm, that would be six points nine for each team? Yep. Okay. All right, let's get questions. So it was Mary Wollstonecraft. Yeah, there you go. Nice. She's the heir to the Kraft mac and cheese empire. That's not correct. <laughs> <laughs> okay, on to question number 10. Um, real G's move in silence like lasagna. Everyone knows real G's move in silence. I want you to give me the total number of silent G's in the following String of sentences. George designs signs for foreign companies. He decided to resign when one of the signs was misaligned. Now George drinks champagne in his grotto in Cologne, Germany. Sure. Okay. It looks like you were keeping. I was making tick marks, and we're locked in. All right. Um, so well, if it, yeah, George, just go through the sentence. Um, so designs is one. Did you type signs. it? Are you a stenographer? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a stenographer, but I did type it. Yeah, I don't have a notebook. So, yeah, I'm 
uh, Visual Studio Code has been my notebook for this <laughs> for okay. this uh, for this podcast. Um, impressive so, feat. Uh, designs, signs, foreign, resign, signs, misaligned, champagne, cologne. I get eight. Is that what you have? Uh, so we're, we have George, which also is a G. But it's not, not silent. Oh, silent. I'm sorry. We're doing silent. Work. My bad. <laughs> Just excuse yourself. Yeah. Neil. Yeah. Let's go with eight. You then. did. You, you did say only the silent G's, right, Tristan? I did indeed. Okay. okay. Oh, then I, I'll just type the whole thing out. And he's consulting you. I know. I'll remain silent over here. We can go with eight, like you <laughs> said. Silent like the G. Um. Yeah, we said eight as well because we did the tick mark thing. Cool. Cool. You both got it. Nobody got tripped up by the loud G's. Except for real. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <The> loud G's. <laughs> Uh, all right that'll do it for round one what do we have for scores neil uh it looks like team killbots uh has uh, gained some speed here we're at 46 and tenfly viper narrowly ahead at 48 awesome did anybody get the secret thing it sounds like lyrics to me but i i wouldn't be able to place it these rap lyrics i, I believe that's little I mean, wayne sure and yeah okay. it definitely yeah. sounds like hip-hop lyrics Yes, that is. Neil got it. So. <laughs> nice. I didn't. I didn't Good get job, it until Neil. you said it all in one. But yeah, that's I why I wrote it down. Imaginary points to Neil. Yeah, imaginary points for for, yeah, for Lil Wayne. All right, what do we got for the swing? Shout round? out to Weezy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So the swing round. So the hidden theme of the first round was to bring us into the swing round today, which is hip hop themed. Um, it is hip hop hometowns. I'm going to list three famous rappers. From an iconic city, I need you to give me the city that they rep. Okay. Here's All a right. perfect one for Neil again. <laughs> so we're going to start. Um, number one, Lil Wayne, Kevin Gates, Juvenile. Number two, Young Dolph, Yo Gotti, 3-6 Mafia. Number three, Ludacris, Lil Baby, Outcast. Number four. Kanye West, Lil Durk, Chance the Rapper. Number five, Kendrick Lamar, YG, The Game. Number six, Jay-Z, 50 Cent, The Notorious B.I.G. Number seven, Megan The Stallion, Scarface, Travis Scott. Number eight, Meek Mill, Lil Uzi Burt, Black Thought. Number nine, Sada Baby, 42 Doug, T Grizzly. And number 10, Ace Hood, Pitbull, Denzel Curry. All right, those were certainly some names. Uh, <laughs> we'll uh, try to come um, up with some cities here and we'll be right back. Ken and I are in trouble. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. On our show, we help listeners like you make the most of your finances. I sit down with NerdWallet's team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. We answer your real-world money questions and break down the latest personal finance news. The nerds will give you the clarity you need by cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. We don't promote get-rich-quick schemes or hype unrealistic side hustles. Instead, we offer practical knowledge that you can apply in your everyday life. 
You'll learn about strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. And you'll walk away with the confidence you need to ensure that your money is always working as hard as you are. So turn to the nerds to answer your real-world money questions and get insights that can help you make the smartest financial decisions for your life. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. You can spend less time staying in the know about all things gaming and get more time to actually play the games you love with the IGN Daily Update Podcast. All you need is a few minutes to hear the latest from IGN on the world of video games, movies, and television with news, previews, and reviews. You'll hear everything from Comic-Con coverage to the huge Diablo 4 launch. So listen and subscribe to the IGN Daily Update wherever you get your podcasts. That's the IGN Daily Update wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back with our sort of answers. <laughs> and Neil, Neil's going to mop the floor with us. Well, I, th- I feel confident that we have at least nine. So a couple wow. of these rappers we didn't know. This is not good. We I didn't like realize we were that seven. confident. Okay. All right. Let's uh, let's dig into it. What was the first group? Okay. So number one, Little Wayne, Kevin Gates, Juvenile. Uh, we went with Nolans. Yeah, we also said uh, Nolans. Awesome. Yes, that's correct. New Orleans. Number two, Young Dolph, Yo Gotti, Three Six Mafia. Um, we guessed this for a couple. We said L.A. We said Memphis. Memphis mm. is right, my hometown. Alrighty. So, number three, Ludicrous, Little Baby, Outcast. Uh, we said Hotlanta. Yep, we also said Atlanta. Nice. That is correct. Um. Number four, Kanye West, Lil Dirt, Chance the Rapper. Never heard of Lil Dirt, but... I've never heard of Kanye West, but we were big fans of Chance the Rapper here, so we said Chicago. We also said Chi-Town. Yes. I figured y'all get it with the Chance the Rapper one. At least Jeff. And... Could throw Common in there, too. You yeah, I knew that Ken, one. Ken knows Chance. There you go. All right, number personally, five. Personally, they're best friends. Yeah. <laughs> I actually met his brother. <laughs> Who's yeah. also a rapper? Yeah. What was his name? Luck. <laughs> Luck, <laughs> Luck the rapper. <laughs> Number five, Kendrick Lamar, YG, the game. Said LA. Yeah, uh, we said LA, and I know Kendrick's uh, from Compton, and so we didn't know if we have to be more specific. But yeah, we said no, LA. LA was fine. They are all from Compton, but I, I kept them in that cluster just to be safe. Either either way is fine. But yes, LA. Um, Number six, Jay Z. 50 Cent, the Notorious B.I.G. Here's how much I know about rap right now. I just looked back at my page, and I know this is incorrect, but when I wrote Jay-Z, I literally wrote the letter J and then Z. (laughs) 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 I know that's not correct, though. Uh, What did we say, New York? Yeah, they're definitely New York. Yeah, these are three of the biggest names ever in New York rap. That's right. Easy peasy so far. All right. Number seven, Megan the Stallion, Scarface, Travis Scott. Um, I know Megan the Stallion was born in Houston, so we just said Houston. Yeah, uh, I had the same inkling. I think she might have mentioned Houston a few times in a couple songs, so we said Houston as well. That's right. This is Houston. She grew up on a ranch. That's why she's a stallion. Stallion. (laughs) (laughs) Number eight, Meek Mill, Lil Uzi Vert, Black Thought. 
I don't remember what we put for we this one. We said Minneapolis, St. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> There's a big uh, rap scene out there. Why is everybody laughing when I say that? Somebody back I, me up here. No, you're right. Atmosphere. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no way. You fools. Everybody's laughing at me. <laughs> uh, Neil uh, identified Black Thought as the uh, lead guy from The Roots. So we said Philadelphia. That makes sense. Yes, Philadelphia is correct. Yeah, one of the best freestylers, too. If you ever hear of freestyle, it's really good. Number nine, Sada Baby, 42 Doug, T Grizzly. It's got to be the city with my third favorite kind of pizza. We said Detroit. And also, we've never heard of any of those people. <laughs> yeah, you know, Detroit's a great guess. We didn't know either of these uh, as well. And um, we just said, you know, Houston's a big city, but there's maybe some other Dallas love there or Texas loves. So we said Dallas. Um, it is Detroit. Woo! Nice. Great guy. I took I him off at the it. last second and replaced him with someone else just to spice it up a little bit. Oh, did you, put, right. you have Big Sean on there before? I did. I had that too. Yeah. I took them took them both off and added some lesser known. Tricky, tricky. Yes. So number joke? ten rap joke. Oh, it wasn't actually, but now that oh. you say that, it, it does fit. If it's Run it DMC, yeah, good, good call. Absolutely. Number ten, Ace Hood, Pitbull, Denzel Curry. Man, we started at the 305. Now we go worldwide. It's got to be Miami. Dade County. Reed, it's got to be Miami. If we're talking Pitbull, it is inescapably Miami. Awesome. That is correct. Hey, we did pretty good, Jeff. Yeah. You know, you want to go out there, give 110%. You want to do good, try to do good. I think we did pretty good. I mean, 40 on a swing round for us is pretty good. So yeah. that brings us to 88. 88. Yeah, 88 miles per hour, and uh, we picked up 45, bringing us to 91. So 91 to 88. Like Pretty this. tight. Really tight. I don't like this change, this flux, if you will. All right, let's get to the second round. Yeah, you got it. Round number, or round two, question number one. If you would use feline to describe cat-like and canine to describe dog-like, what would be the term for bear-like? Cool. Uh, we'll lock in over here. Max seems confident. I believe that's Ursine. Yeah. Ursine. <laughs> we also agree. Ursine. Not to be confused or with Ursine. Earth, Earth sign. Yeah. <laughs> or not to be confused with Ernest B- Borgnine. No. Always one yeah. too far, Neil. Always. That's like one person like who was born in like 1973 will know that joke, probably. 73? More like 1923. 23. Which is when Neil was born, guys. It's going to be 100 next year. Congrats. That is correct. Y'all both got it. All right. Question number two. I think Netflix has really changed the game in terms of watching stand-up comedy specials. But before that, a really good stand-up special would hit the box office. What I want to know is, what is the name of the comedian who has the highest grossing stand-up special at the box office? And a bonus two points for the name of the special. That's a That's a really interesting question. I think it's this one. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, okay. we can do that. We're in. Okay, so you just wrote. Uh, Man, yeah, we 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 have two really good guesses here, and honestly, I don't know how we're gonna pick between these two. I so you good guesses. So you wrote Chris Rock, or actually, you put Chris Rocker bigger. And I did, <laughs> which I like <laughs> though. Which I like that name. I Chris did. Rocker. Why did I type Chris yeah! Rocker? What the hell? <laughs> uh, yes, Chris Rock bigger and blacker is what I typed. But and you, I was thinking. You, yeah. Yeah. You entered Eddie Murphy Raw, which is a great answer. Um, that's one of the most famous of all time. I I mean, surely it's it's got to be one of those two. Yeah. Um a comedian track. 
I love your. <laughs> yeah. The only other thing I could think of was the original Kings of Comedy, but I that doesn't really fit the question because that that was four guys. Right. Um. Even though that was a theatrical release and it was huge. Um. I'm kind of more inclined to agree with your Eddie Murphy on this. Okay. Yeah, I, I do love your answer, but I'm just thinking of, um, you know, he had the red jacket. I felt like it was right. kind of a, a cultural movement at that point, um, yep, especially in the I 80s. Agree. Um, so, yeah, you're you okay going with that? I am. Let's All do right. it. Chris, uh, I'm saying Chris, Eddie Murphy, Raw was our answer. Uh, we went with something completely different. <laughs> Eddie Murphy, Raw. Boom. You both got it. Nice. Um, yes, The Kings of Comedy was number two on the box office list. Cool. Yeah, so there movie. was there was bonus points associated with that. Plus yeah, two. Yeah, you got raw. Raw oh. was the bonus points. I just needed the comedian. Two bonus points was it? Two. Twelve two points, points apiece. Right, Twelve <laughs> points apiece. <laughs> All right. Question number three. What does the abbreviation SLP stand for in terms of a career in the medical field? Well, Jeff, I think we're pretty far away from uh, educated guests on this one. So, do you want to just tap out? No. <laughs> All right. What's the S? I'm just give me a sec. Just like half a minute. Love it. Let's lock that in. That's a great answer. Okay, we are locked in. Way okay. better than the stupid is <laughs> in the process of typing. I assure you that. So we need a career in the medical field, yeah. abbreviated SLP. Mm-hmm. Something, something practitioner. Yeah, practitioner was what I was thinking. Something. Something. Something licensed practitioner. Oh, um, sort of licensed practitioner. <laughs> state license? I don't know. So yeah, state licensed practitioner. Because uh, I know like uh, we have like NPs, like nurse practitioners. State licensed practitioner is much better than a sort of licensed practitioner, <laughs> who, which is what I see in the back alley. Uh, so thanks to, hopefully thanks to Colleen for this one, because I believe she works with someone who has this title uh, every day and Ken may have interacted with them as well. We locked in with speech language pathologist. Mm. You locked in with the correct answer. That is speech language pathologist. That is what my fiance is graduating in May to become. Nice. Awesome. Lovely. Congrats pull, to them. Absolutely. Uh, I, hey, I, I wouldn't have known it unless I heard... Colleen talking about it every day, and and Ken coming back from school yeah, talking about it. I, a I just bit. hear uh, speech path is what people speech call. Speech path. Yeah. Didn't think about that. All righty, we're gonna move on to question number four. Um, in the movie The Sandlot, the gang is taken aback to learn that Smalls doesn't know who Babe Ruth is and proceeds to list some of his many nicknames. Can you name two of the nicknames they call out? And for a bonus, two points. Each, can you name the other two remaining nicknames? Okay, uh, we think we have two that we're a hundred percent sure on, and have some other guesses as well. So we're gonna lock in. Yep. Which uh, two I wrote, did you have? I had uh, the Great Bambino and the Sultan of Swat. Yep, I believe he's also the King of Clash, Crash, or Colossus of Clout for sure. Colossus of Clout for sure. Yeah. King so, of the Crash. King of Crash or King of Clash? I'm not sure. Probably crash. We'll say crash. All right. So we're in with those four. We agreed that uh, we both said Great Bambino, Sultan of Swat right away. Actually, I started to say Sultan of Swing, and then I remembered that was a Dire Straits song. <laughs> Sultan of Swat. Do-do-do-do. <laughs> um, and then uh, Neil also had two others. Uh, yeah, we had... Which are uh, going to be our bonuses. Colossus of Clout and King of Crash. That's it. You got all four. Woo! Nice. 
So that's 14 points apiece. I had that scene going through my mind so many times. So I had to watch it a couple times. I was like, just... What well, the, the Colossus of Cloud happens twice, right? Yes, isn't that like the, the Timmy and Tommy or whatever? I don't yeah. know what the twins' names are. Is it Timmy and Tommy Timmons, or do I have a different property in my head? I have no idea. No, I think you got it right. I think it's Timmy and Tommy. Oh I think you're God. correct. Yes. 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 All right. Let's get five. All right. Number five. It's a math question. Boo. <sighs> hey. If you, take, <laughs> if you take the number of individual squares on a chessboard, and divide them by the number of U.S. presidents assassinated in office. Then multiply that quotient by the number of moon moons Mars has. What number are you left with? I like how my current sheet currently just says some number divided by ass. So, <laughs> <laughs> All right, we are locked in over here. Okay, quick lock in from uh, team whatever you were, uh, robots. Uh, the Killbots. Kill bots. Uh, we're, we're so sorry, Max. Tenafly. <laughs> yeah, Tenafly we're the Killbots. Okay. <laughs> Tenafly Viper also locked in with. So, you did the math. Yes, yeah, so I believe it's 64 uh, on a on a Chester Checkers board because uh, it's 8 by 8 divided by, is it 4? Presidents were assassinated. Garfield, McKinley, Kennedy, Kennedy and Lincoln. And the famous one, Lincoln. Which uh, 64 divided by 4 is 16, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, times Phobos and Deimos, uh, the two moons of Mars, gives us 32. We had the exact same answer. Awesome. 64 divided by 4 times 2, 32. No I don't mind today. those kinds of math questions. Because <laughs> the math isn't the hard part. So. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to make the math easy. So yes, you got all the numbers right, and then you didn't mess up on the math. So the answer was 32. I don't care how easy you make the math questions, I can still mess it up. <laughs> I guarantee you. It's true. Okay, so after doing some math over here, it looks like uh, Team Tenafly Viper is picking up uh, 46 points in that first uh, half of the second round, bringing their total to 134. And Team Killbots is picking up 56 points, bringing their total to 147. Okay. All righty. On to question number six. This book is the first in a series written by N.K. Jimson. It won a Hugo Award in 2016. All right. Uh, unfortunately, Jeff and I are too far away from the subject matter to have an educated guess here. We know what the Hugo Award is given out for. So we'll just say, uh... <laughs> okay, we're locked in. All right. So these guys are locked in. Um, what are you thinking, Max? Well, we I, I told you, I think Divergent would have been to um divergent i believe was earlier than this because i think the first divergent movie was out by 2016 and i also think the first maze runner movie was out by then and i also think maze runner was written by a dude and i'm pretty sure this is a lady that we're talking about here i agree and and i believe hugo from what we're talking about for listeners i believe it's the award for sci-fi so that's what we're looking for and i definitely sci-fi is not my thing um so I'm, i'm afraid i'm at kind of an impasse here I am too. Uh, I'm not going to come up with anything good. So um, do you want to just make up a a name that sounds like a really cool sci-fi book? Sure. Let's just guess the novelization of Chopping Mall. All right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm good with that. Hugo Award winner. Hugo Award winner. There's Dune and then probably the second best sci-fi book of all time, The Chopping Mall. The novelization (laughs) of (laughs) Chopping Mall. Uh, And we said the uh, book that starts the weekend, Starboy, which is a sci-fi book. Nice. So, fortunately, no points. Um, the book is titled "The Fifth Season," um, okay. and it's in the it's in the Broken Earth series. 
is the name mm. of the series. Um, it's really, really good. I don't really read. And so I started listening to audio books and it was one of the first ones I did. I binged the whole series and it was incredibly good. Uh, just a really good listen or read. I'm sure it's good read too, if you know yeah. how to do that. I'll check it out. <laughs> I'll check it out if I ever learn. Yeah. Yeah. It was really good. Um, it's one of the like four books I've read. So, okay. On to number seven. 007 to be precise. How many Bond movies are just one word titles? Ooh, here wow. it is. The question Neil's Woo! always been waiting for. He's been waiting all his life for this one. All right, so um, after some deliberation, we came up with seven. We got, uh, oh, we just need a number. Anyway, Spectre, Octopussy, Thunderball, Moonraker, Goldeneye, Goldfinger, Skyfall. Any more? Um, not that I know of. All right, we're in with seven. Uh, yeah, Max and I uh, were both uh, writing names to each other, uh, and I had the list in front of me, and we both agreed with seven uh, in, in order of uh, release. We put uh, Goldfinger, Thunderball, Moonraker, Gold. Uh, excuse me, Goldfinger, Thunderball, Moonraker, Octopussy, Goldeneye, Skyfall, Spectre. You got it, and you got the imaginary bonus points for the correct order. Awesome. Double O seven is the answer. <laughs> That's funny. Ha ha ha! Got it. There we go. All right. Nice. Devious. They should never change the that anymore. Just leave it all multi-word titles in because that fits nicely. Yes, yeah, so that it fits the one trivia fact. Exactly. Yeah. I'm sure there's. I'm sure there's a bunch of trivia facts where there's only seven times it's happened in the movies. If they release another one, all the trivia nerds. No. <laughs> right. This ruins my one-word titles. <laughs> all right. Question eight, I just kept it real simple. What is the heaviest dog breed? Yeah, I'm fine with that. All right, we picked a meaty one. My uncle's got one that clocks in over 200 pounds, so. Okay, so Max, you wrote uh, Great Pyrenees, Newfoundland. Uh, I wrote Mastiff, Great Dane. Um, I don't know that I've ever been around a Mastiff in person. I never lift a Mastiff. Um, I (laughs) I can tell you that they're enormous. Like... I, I know How many it's... mastiffs can you curl? <laughs> Half. Maybe How a many third. mastiffs can you curl, bro? <laughs> I might have an eighth, actually, now that I'm doing the I math. Just, I, just, I don't even have TikTok, but I want to make a TikTok account where all I do is go to like Planet Fitness and ask guys lift how many dog. mastiffs they can lift. Because <laughs> I believe a mastiff was what Hercules was in Sandlot, right? Uh, no. No? I think it I was he what was... we wrote. I thought he was. He was a mastiff? Oh, he was a mastiff. Okay, I thought oh, okay. he was a great dame. Um, what, are you, what are you guys thinking? Yeah, what do you think out of those choices then, if, if just to keep our gut going? So I, well, Mastiff, I, Pyrenees. Mastiff is a wrench in the cogs because I really don't have any, I don't know enough about them. I don't know how big they are. I think of those three, I would think a Newfoundland is the largest of those those three that we just mentioned. Okay. I mean, that's um, fine with me. But um, I, don't, I don't know how big a Mastiff is. If a Mastiff is bigger than a Newfoundland, I would say that. <laughs> It's uh, good logic. I think we've named. <laughs> thanks, I thanks, think Jeff. we've named uh, many big dogs, but let. I mean, you feel good about it. Let's just go Newfoundland. Why not? Okay, sure. All right, and we said uh, Saint Bernard because I think if you factor in the the weight of the barrel, um, <laughs> it's a little bit. <laughs> All right, I always said uh, Saint Bernard. Okay, so we had a Saint Bernard lock in, and what was the other lock in? Newfoundland. 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 Okay. 
Unfortunately, no points. It is a Mastiff. More specifically, an English Mastiff is the heaviest dog breed. Wow. Which is what Hercules wow. is in the Sandlot. Okay. So that's well, what they look like. I actually have one here somewhere. He's lying around. Um, but yeah, that's my dog is an English Mastiff. So My, my uncle's dog. got an English Mastiff and a St. Bernard. And like between the two of them, they weigh nearly 400 pounds. Oh, <laughs> by the way, for, <laughs> for trivia purposes, though, what's in that barrel that they wear around their neck? Uh, wine Rescue equipment. I think yeah, it's brandy, wine. isn't it? <laughs> It's a brandy. It's a cask. <laughs> brandy. Gosh. Just in case there's some fancy gentleman stranded in their mountains. <laughs> they need an aperitif. <laughs> some really rich guy goes down and they're brandy. Like, yes. Really? Cool. <laughs> we just Googled it. It's brandy. Excuse me. Oh, my yeah. God. I yeah. was just Could kidding. You... Could you call in the fancy rescue point. squadron? <laughs> Not really that plebeian brandy. crew you send out for the polls. I need the fancy rescue. Yes, send the giant dog with the brandy around his neck. Yes, yes, uh, yes. yes. I don't I'll need a sip as I'm descending the mountain. The yes. internet confirmed my joke. Oh. Sometimes life is stranger than fiction. Send that dog back. That brandy was not Scottish. I'll die rather than drink Irish brandy. New All business right. idea. I'm going to start a Mastiff farm, breeding them to rescue dumb rich guys. No, planes go down in the wilderness. sir. Yeah. All right, what's question nine? Okay, oh on to question number nine. Top that, Tristan. <laughs> All right, so I know Neil is not the biggest fan of Lord of the Rings. So I wrote a simple Lord of the Rings question here. Who is the Lord of the Rings? Reluctant. Is he really, though? Yes. I feel like this uh, is a who's the boss situation. Did you no, guys say you're not. locked in? Yeah, we're locked in. So it's not so Michael yeah, Flatley. Maxwell is not the biggest fan of Lord of the Rings either. <laughs> As a matter of fact, years ago when I was on uh, an episode of Complete the List, uh, we got a Lord of the Rings round, and I somehow managed to hit four characters. It was like somebody who did four characters who had had more than a certain number of like lines of dialogue in all the books or something. Oh, and I believe one. I believe what I said after nailing all four was that I believed in God now because I had somehow made it through <laughs> that round. <laughs> because I <laughs> Uh, um, which is also not true. Do you um, mean you I, believe in the Valar? <laughs> yeah, I'm more of a Meyer. I mean, myself. the big, the big giant eye thing in the Sauron is, is, is that... Sa I think he's Sauron. I think it's Sauron. Sauron. Is, is he the Lord of the Rings? I mean, that's they have to. Don't they have to like take the ring to where he is and destroy it? Is he the Lord of the Ring, or is he yeah. trying to become oh, the Lord of the so Ring? So many people are going to be going back listening to us talk about this. I'm going back. No. Yeah, is it is like, the Lord of the Ring the guy? This is Ken's version of he's losing. It's just it, Ken's normal. Yeah, he's you very have, cordial. <laughs> well, Ken said you have no power here. Is it that old guy? Is he the Lord of the Ring? Yeah, um, that's Gandalf who says that. I think Gandalf. No, no, the, the old like sickly guy is like you have no power. Here. Is that not Gandalf? No, it's like an old king or something. I think. <laughs> nope. Oh, I don't know what he is. He's the yeah, fish. He is. I guess he is. His oh, daughter God. is the fish one that sleeps with her brother, and that's Game fish? of Thrones. Oh. Okay, wait. He's, okay, uh, I've seen the memes. He's the dude. Yeah, all my Lord of the Rings knowledge is like just from stupid image macros I've seen in the last twenty years. It, that's the dude who's the he's the gay British guy who was a vampire in a New Order video. Uh, Ian uh, <laughs> was he? Ian. Uh, awesome. What's his name? The actor. Oh, Ian, uh, um, he's buddies with Patrick Stewart. Um, Oh, no, that's Gandalf, Mc Ian McKellen. Yeah. McKellen, yes. Oh, wait, okay, so he's Gandalf. He's not the you-have-no-power-here guy? No, no, no. No, okay. Ken is right. That's the King of Rohan. King of Rohan. Gandalf is the recipient of the you-have-no-power-here. You have no power here. Here. Yeah. Okay. 
Oh, I didn't know that. I actually didn't know who he was ever talking to. It was from the meme. And I didn't realize that wasn't Gandalf saying that. Well, let's just say Sauron, because I can't think of anyone else. I think Sauron is going to be the safest guess we can come up with, so let's say Sauron. I think it's a correct guess. You're right. Oh, it's Sauron. (laughs) Yep, Sauron. I I was hoping I was going to get a Saruman or something crazy, but no, that's it. I was hoping he would conclude that that Sauron, as the eye, has no fingers, so how could he be? <laughs> Where's he going to wear it, dude? But he Perfect is, in logic. Fact, he is, in fact, yeah. Um, who, so who says you have no power here? Who is that? Theoden, king of Rohan. Yeah. But, but Gandalf did, I've never even heard that name. Have, okay. Theoden, Theoden was wrong at the time because Gandalf did, in fact, have power <laughs> here. Oh. And then cured him of his, uh, his uh, wizenedness. Yeah, so, so he doesn't even matter. He was just some wrong... <laughs> oh, so he was sick. So Theoden's Theoden was being uh, his, he was being his, poisoned. His ear was being poisoned worm by Wormtongue through Und- Saruman. Yes, oh. Wormtongue. Saruman is a, a disciple of Sauron. Well, well Wormtongue was, uh, but nobody figured that one out. Wormtongue's yeah. name is Grima, and then people around the court started calling him Wormtongue because yeah, yeah. he's a pos. Well, it's yes. kind of like my brother's kind of like Wormtongue, like in your ear, like, hey, you should do this. Come on, come yeah, on. Exactly. Yeah, right. okay. It would have just been way better if his like official last name was Wormtongue. Came and in as, there with it. As, yeah, no, yeah. Nobody bad in the night. I mean, no, it wouldn't put it. Not, they don't take quite take the uh, Harry Potter method of just naming <laughs> people what they are. So I mean, Saruman is a father of Sauron. I mean, come on, that's it's not a father. Follower. Oh, follower. Disciple, if you will. All right. On to question number 10. Um, what was the company that created the first ever digital camera? I think it's one of these two. Yeah. I don't think it's one of the film ones. I think the film ones, the film heavy companies would have been lagging. Clinging to their. Clinging to their. Clutching their pearls. Well, and um, I don't think it's. And I'll say this out loud. I don't think it's like a Sony, which is a bigger player now. Yeah. So. I'm gonna say we can we can lock in. I think if you're good, Neil. I'm feel, good with that. I feel pretty good about that guess. Okay. Okay. So uh, I used to work in a camera store slinging digital cameras, and the big players were like Nikon, Casio, Canon, um, Fuji, Fuji, yeah. Kodak. I was thinking it might be a Fuji or a Kodak. I mean, Kodak was like one of the big. I don't ones know. I, film, I think the but... film. I think the big film. Reliant companies like Fuji and Kodak would have been clutching to their old ways. Personally, I, I would go with Canon, maybe. Okay. Um. So I remembered this camera because I'm pretty sure we used it in yearbook. I'm pretty sure we had one of these, and I told Neil I think it used floppy disks in the side of it that you store your images on. And uh, he right away said Nikon or Canon. I said no, it wasn't any of those big guys. This was somebody else. Uh, and then I finally remembered, I think, if I'm remembering this correctly, the the model of the camera was the Mavica, and I believe it was made by Sony. I think we're talking about the Sony Mavica. Oh, wow. Okay, so what I have here is Kodak, and it was made by, it was, I think it does have the floppy disk in the side of it. It was made by Kodak engineer Steve Sesson, um, 1975. Oh, right. oh, okay. Yeah. Nope, that's way older than I was. The camera was the size of a bread box, and it took 23 seconds to capture a single image. And it would have had like those five and a half inch floppies, right? Yeah. <laughs> the enormous Yeah, ones. we definitely weren't talking about the smaller plastic floppies at that time. <laughs> but that would be the first instance of a digital camera. Wow. Okay. Cool. They've, they've gotten I a little think... better since then. Okay, at the end of regulation, it looks like both teams picked up 20 more points to add to their totals bringing the uh, Tenafly Vipers to 154 and the Killbots to 167 to wager on. Right before we throw it to Tristan, just wanted to say thank you to all of our patrons who make this show possible. 
If you'd like to check out some extra audio content and uh, be available for some fun uh, extra perks like stickers and uh, boxes, posters, all that good stuff, you can go to patreon.com slash trivialitypodcast. And now live games on occasion, too. And now live games on occasion. Matt's been working on that, uh, getting stronger each time along with the internet connection. Uh, hoping to do more of those uh, coming up here in the near future and um, allowing us to be on some cool events like uh, the Trivia and Game Summit we're doing, uh, we did with uh, Jeff Ravila over at uh, Stuff I Never Knew and some other opportunities that may open themselves up. So uh, all of that is made possible by your help. So if you'd like to join uh, all of our great Patreon supporters, you can go to patreon.com slash podcast. Cool, 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 cool. Let's get the final round categories. Okay, so on the final round, I... Uh... Didn't do a very good job of blending it up. These are all just things I like. So I'm going to give you the category name, and uh, that's going to be what the, the question will be about. All right. All right. So category one is Futurama. Then we have Star Wars, Electricity, Marvel, and then Pokemon. And the wagers are now locked in. Uh, looks like we're going hard in the paint. Uh, Jeff was feeling confident, maybe overly confident about some of these things. Probably. I like a lot of the categories, though, so we're going all in. Okay. And uh, let's get the questions. Futurama. The Devil's Hands Are Idle Playthings is one of the best episodes of Futurama. That's not an opinion. Yeah. Um, in this episode, Fry makes a deal with the robot Devil, who makes many appearances throughout the iconic show. What I want to know is which voice actor lends his epic voice to the character. Star Wars. Oh no, a Star Wars question that isn't about the movies. I want to know on what planet was Darth Maul killed in canon? All right, electricity. This is going to be a real simple Ohm's Law equation. Given a voltage of 120 volts and a current of 5 amps, what is the resistance? I will need the correct number along with the correct unit of measurement. Now, Marvel. Marvel has been a staple of pop culture for a long time and has had many characters that have blown up in popularity with the MCU. What I want is you to list four of these characters in order of first comic book appearance. These characters are Ant-Man, Black Panther, Doctor Strange, and Spider-Man. And finally, Pokemon. What is the first Pokemon ever to be designed? I'll give some hints. It is a ground rock type from the original 151. It is Pokemon number 112 on the Pokedex, and it is an evolution of Pokemon number 111. All right, those are the questions. We'll be right back with our answers. Calling all kids in the car. Brittany and Meredith here from the chart-topping Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Are you dreading another silent car ride with the fam? We've got the cure. Three rounds of fresh trivia every single week. Movies, music, even science and Disney. We've got something for every trivia buff in the car. No more crickets chirping on those long journeys. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast is your secret weapon for connecting and laughing with kids of all ages. Teens, toddlers, adults, it doesn't matter. Spark their curiosity and challenge their brains with every episode. New episodes drop weekly wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast and turn those car rides into epic adventures. 
Everybody shush! William Shatner has something to say. Cat and Jethro, box of oddities. What do you do when the woman you love dies? Well, of course, you dig her up and you live with her. Aww. The show examines weird things. There are plenty of old photographs from this time period of children out in the streets playing in and among the dead horse carcasses. Oh, I miss those days. Things used to be so much simpler. Cat and Jethro. Then there's the urine wheel, which sounds like a really bad game show. They've done weird things. Cat and Jethro, box of oddities. That is really mysterious. Join Cat and Jethro Gilligan-Toth for the strange, the bizarre, the unexpected as they lift the lid and cautiously peer inside the box of oddities. The Webby Award-winning Box of Oddities podcast from Airwave Media. And all the answers are locked in. So let's get the questions one more time. Just a reminder, me and Jeff did 30 all the way down for Tenafly Viper. How about you guys? We bet uh, zero on Futurama, uh, 25 and 25 for Star Wars Electricity, 15 for Marvel, 10 for Pokemon. Okay, sounds good. Let's get the questions one more time. Okay, question one, Futurama. The Devil's Hands are Idle Playthings is one of the best episodes of Futurama. In this episode, Fry makes a deal with the robot Devil, who makes many appearances throughout the iconic show. Which voice actor lends his epic voice to the character? I should have revealed I've been deafened by Bender the shame. Um, that's Dan Castellaneta. I would say that's Homer. maybe the third best episode after Jurassic Bark and Luck of the Fryrish. No, those are the sad episodes. Yeah, Jurassic What's wrong Park with you? You're sad. a sicko. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's Makes our answer. Makes me feel Castellaneta. things. That's on brand for them. So that sounds like Homer Simpson. Uh, we just figured Morgan Freeman played God and Bruce Almighty. Maybe he played the devil. So we said Morgan Freeman. Yep, it is Dan Castellaneta. Um, I tried to throw in a little which voice actor lends his epic voice to the character. Homer. Oh. Oh. It was a stretch, it. but I thought maybe somebody might get it. But but it didn't, y'all didn't need it, so or at least half of you didn't. Okay, so what? Um, okay, question number two. Star Wars. Oh no, a Star Wars question that isn't about the movies. I want to know on what planet was Darth Maul killed in canon? We kind of went around and around on this, trying to think of a planet that would have played a part in the early movies. And Neil mentioned something about how maybe there was a fan theory that Darth Maul wasn't actually dead from after his on-screen death, which kind of jives with the way this question was presented. So we just kind of went around and around and thought maybe this might have been something that happened on The Mandalorian, which neither of us has watched. So we just guessed a planet that was around in the early Star Wars movies and said Naboo. And a lot of what you said is driving with our answer. We didn't say Naboo. That I believe Naboo is where it was cut in half. Um, but he pops up in Solo, theoretically, and uh, he's not dead. That's what we said. He's not dead yet. Okay. So we got not dead and we got Naboo? Yep. Okay. So the answer is Tatooine. And so this happens in the show Star Wars Rebels, which is a mm, canon, um, canon canon show. Um, he actually pops up all throughout the Clone Wars show, another one of those shows, which is really great. Um, plays a huge part in that. Decides to go mess with Obi-Wan Kenobi again on Tatooine and gets killed. But okay. so wow. the person that kills him stays the same, even if you never see the shows, but the planet does change. So if you get cut in half by one guy, don't <laughs> don't fight that guy a second Yeah, exactly. Time the... yeah. Don't come back for seconds. 
All right, moving on to the electricity question. That's the that's the old Tatooine two piece and a biscuit you got there. <laughs> <laughs> electricity. Given a voltage of 120 volts and a current of 5 amps, what is the resistance? I will need the correct number along with the correct unit of measurement. Uh, Jeffrey? Um, I think that's Ohm's that we're looking for. Ohm's law, I believe, is I equals VR. We moved some stuff around. Can confirm my algebra. And I think it's 24 ohms. Um, so I thought, I, I knew that... Um, volts times watts or excuse me volts times amps equals watts so uh that was not this though we needed resistance for ohm's law so we had basically 120 volts doesn't change if you're in north america every outlet is 120 volts so we were trying to figure out how to get from 120 volts to five amps so we figured that you would have to put the correct amount of resistance in your circuit to get down to where it was pulling five amps so we said 20 ohms all right, so the correct answer is 24 ohms, with Jeff getting the um, ohms law correct. Made the equation pretty simple. Just simple little electrical question wanted to throw yeah. in there. Don't put yourself out of a job, man. You you think it made it simple, but the algebra part was harder than I would like to I admit. Checked, I checked his algebra. <laughs> I helped. I know. I don't remember how to do that. It's been too long. Absolutely. All righty. So moving on to the Marvel question. Marvel has been a staple in pop culture. Um, I wanted you to list these Marvel characters in order of first comic appearance. Ant-Man, Black Panther, Doctor Strange, Spider-Man. All right, this was tough. Um, we thought Ant-Man was super old, so we said Ant-Man first, then Spider-Man. And then we thought Black Panther just barely predated the Black Panther political party. So we said Panther third, and then Strange, or as I call him, Steven, fourth. Uh, yeah, so our logic uh, was a little crazy, but we said Stanley created Ant-Man, nobody cared, then he created Spider-Man, everyone cared, then he's like, well, I'm going to do anything I want, so I'm going to create <laughs> Doctor Strange, a weird character, so he created Doctor Strange, and then Black Panther last, uh, so we said Ant-Man, Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, Black Panther. Alrighty, so the order is going to be Ant-Man, January 1962, followed by Spider-Man, August 1962. Followed by Doctor Strange, no. July 1963, and Black Panther coming in later at July 1966. Wow. So you got it? Good logic Ooh, there. Good nice Stanley logic. Oh, thank you. Oh, it's just all guessing. <laughs> it was like, it was the craziest logic if it was logic, but it worked. Let me tell you about this time that Neil got a Spider Man question right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, fifth and final Pokemon. What is the first Pokemon ever to be designed? And I gave some hints. It is a ground rock type Pokemon in the original 151. It is Pokemon number 112 in the Pokedex. And it is an evolution of Pokemon number 111 in the Pokedex. Yeah. Um, glad it was in the first 151 because I remember those uh, very well. And the new ones don't exist. Um, come at me. Um, and uh, we said Rhydon. That was the other one we considered, actually. But um, when you said ground rock type, the first one I thought was Geodude. And so we went with his first evolution, which I believe is called Graveler. You both got the ground rock type, but yes, it is Rhydon. And the reason he was designed first was because originally when they were thinking of the Pokemon, they were going to think they were all going to be kind of dinosaur-y. That obviously changed because 
they're not all dinosaur based, but he was the first one that they decided. Because they're like, we want to make a million of these. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But they all got to look different. (laughs) Right. After the game, it looks like Team Killbots was not able to kill enough patrons of the mall and orgy uh, partakers. So uh, we lost 45 points here. Bring our so what total. you're saying is the orgy won out in the end. The orgy won, uh, which it normally does, if I guess, if as long as it's safe. Uh, so we <laughs> lost 45 points, bringing our total to 122. But uh, today's cream of the crop, Tenafly Viper, picking up 30 points in the final, bringing their total to 184. Cream of the crop, guys. Good job. Yeah, I know. I'm living in a nightmare, and I am the cream. You can't beat the na- a name like Tenafly Viper. That's you can't, and if you watch Street Trash like you should, along with uh, Chopping Mall... I don't know if you should. You should. And you'll you should know. at least be prepared for it. <laughs> I mean, I'm Tenafly Viper. <laughs> if you ingest Tenafly Viper, Tenafly Viper always wins. Well, you so. told us one plot detail of, of Street Trash. Yes. Which was what? It's that uh, you will see a uh, a dismembered phallus uh, in slow motion floating through the air. Okay, sounds terrible. Uh, I don't recommend you guys watch that movie, but uh, <laughs> I'm definitely going to. I know, <laughs> I know you will. All right, because well, you're street trash. Yeah, because I'm street trash. Well, uh, somebody who's not street trash, Max. Thank you so much for joining us today. That was a blast. Oh, Great thank game. you. I am though. <laughs> <laughs> We always love hanging out with you. Uh, any uh, shout outs? Uh, anyone you'd like to say hello to? Anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah, my I'll, I'll do my typical shout out of please be an organ donor. Sign the back of your driver's license. Um, please check the batteries in your smoke detector. Smoke detectors save lives. Uh, that is not a joke. Please go check them right now. Um, and also, if you love Dead by Daylight and you would like to hear the podcast I do with two of my beautiful friends, we are GenRepair.xyz. And thanks for having me back, guys. It's been way too long, but I'm gonna. Anytime. I'll work on another. I'll work on another video game related uh, laid on me, and we'll do that soon. That would be fun. Yeah, awesome. it's always a pleasure to hang out. I know people who just want to listen to those episodes. By the way. Oh, okay. So no there you go. And uh, Tristan, great game for us today. A uh, little bit of back and forth here, and very competitive game. Well, well written, I have to say. Thanks. It was really fun. I had a really good time being here. Um, you guys are great. And- fun hang so for sure yeah great any last shout outs uh yeah i can i guess i can plug my electrical company it's going to be elegant electric if you're in the northwest arkansas area and you need some electrical work done i have we have a website and uh you can contact us that way and i recommend that you do that's our first uh plug yeah elegant electric there you go it's a literal plug uh, yeah, yes. absolutely <laughs> there you go a plug for a plug um so yeah thank you uh, to everyone uh for listening thank you to max and tristan for uh joining us today and giving us their time uh for matt uh, hopefully he'll bring it back that orange juice toothpaste for matt ken yeah. jeff max and tristan my name is neil and that is triviality No, Jeff, uh, hand me over these uh, cupcakes that Colleen brought us. All right. Let's, let's taste these. <laughs> Vegan cupcakes from Colleen. Thank you to hey, Colleen. all right. I'm going to eat these right in the studio. They are... Mm. I think... This she, is, is going to be the enough. end clip right she here. Was, that was a good one, Tristan.